BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wonders await us this hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Garsk, I don't know. I'm asking you because I don't know. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff, including uh, yet another example of how off the rails Cal Unicornia has gotten. And Cal Unicornians, I'll bet you don't even know what a ghost bill is. They, they're passed constantly. So we'll get to that. Brave young man kicked out of school for wearing a T-shirt. He refused to re- remove. Have what you seen did this story? it say? What did it? Oh, sorry. I already <laughs> got there. Uh, we'll have that. Plus, the story of the Whole Foods in San Francisco. Uh, you know, one of the, the last words we spoke, previous segment, were we're losing our civilization. That's not hyperbole, and it's not harem scarum. It's fact. When you hear the Whole Foods story, you're going to agree. I don't know if I know this guy's name or not. I probably have come across it in all my reading about artificial intelligence, AI. Jeffrey Hinton, they call him the godfather of AI. He's one of the pioneers going way back. Uh, PhD in this sort of stuff. And he quit his job at Google, and he can now speak out about his thoughts about AI and how worried he is about it. This is in the New York Times. He today joined officially a growing chorus of critics who say the 
these companies with their various AI platforms are racing toward danger with their aggressive campaigns to create products based on general artificial intelligence. Uh, Dr. Hinton said he quit his job at Google where he's worked for uh, decades and become one of the most respected voices in the field in the entire world, but he can now freely speak out about the rise of AI. He now regrets his life's work. He said he consoles himself with the excuse, if I hadn't done it, somebody else would have, which is perfectly fine with me. I don't. I've, I've always felt bad for Robert Oppenheimer that he was tortured by the fact that he helped develop the bomb. That makes no sense. You developed the bomb for the good guys. Would you rather that the Nazis got it first? Boy, the world would be different. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, Dr. Hinton's journey. Well, I'll skip that part. I'll get to this. Uh, his journey from groundbreaker to doomsayer as he learned more about it. Um, it's hard to see how you can prevent the bad actors from using it for bad things, ultimately. Well, yeah. He did uh, not clearly, si- yeah. He did not sign those letters that came out a couple of weeks ago that a number of people, including Elon Musk, signed and started to try to get all the uh, Google and all the other companies to slow down. He didn't want to do that until he had quit his job. He probably would have gotten in trouble, you know. You, if you work for a company, they don't really want you to sign on to uh, national letters that say we should stop doing what we're doing for profit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he notified his company last month that it was resigning. On Thursday, he talked on the phone with um, a bunch of reporters and started uh, explaining how worried he is about the direction this is all going. That's a pretty big deal that... A guy quits his job he's been at for decades, obviously in a very prominent position, so that he can speak freely to warn the world, hey, this is going too fast, too far, we don't know where it's going to end up, and we ought to, that's the the, the, the dot, 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 we ought to what? We ought to control this better, we ought to regulate better. Who's going to do that exactly and how? What, our ancient Congress people are going to somehow be able to put some sort of limits on this? I don't know if that's even possible. Well, then a guy like that has the challenge of communicating it to average dolts like ourselves so that we can understand uh, his concerns and and rally to the cause. But that's kind of the that's the uh, the challenge with these things. Yeah, they're, they're so I mean, you've got to be so technically advanced to really comprehend how they work and might go wrong that it's tough for the average person to grasp it. I assume we'll see an interview with him on some uh, big TV station at some point. Maybe he'll start making the rounds uh, uh, speaking everywhere. But yeah, I, I feel like it's one of those things where we, we just see it coming. There are going to be many downsides to industry and jobs lost and the way people can fake up stories and lead us down rabbit holes and conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. And there's no stopping it. It's just what we're going to live through. So do I understand correctly that this guy has Oppenheimer-like concerns, that they've created a tool that evil people will be able to accomplish so much evil with, it'll be a net negative? I don't know. if I, I haven't come across where he ever says it's a net negative, but it wouldn't have to be a net negative. Oh, right. If it was was 15% negative, that might be enough to wish it never happened. Hmm. I just can't imagine any way to stop it. I mean, right now we're discussing it all in the hands of American companies. Wait till it's in the hands of China, although some AI experts I've talked to say it's just impossible in China because they're not an open society. It's impossible to have AI use uh, what you need to use to, to, to work. Likewise, Russia, Iran, yeah. Yeah. North Korea. Maybe that's the 
the poison pill or, or the antidote or whatever uh, to totalitarian regimes harnessing this stuff fully. They, they just they can't because they're not an open society. I don't know. That's a, kind of a naive and beautiful hope, and I don't generally indulge in that sort of thing, but I don't know. Maybe it gives us the advantage anyway. I was listening to a stupid report on NPR driving to work today uh, that was focused um, quite a bit on how awful Twitter is since Elon Musk took over. And I just, I just don't understand what's going on there. My personal experience as a guy who's on Twitter multiple times a day, every single day, I've noticed no difference. So, um, no, it seems to be the same old cesspool. I, I think. Right, it was a cesspool before. It's a cesspool now. You can weed through it for good information, but they kept talking about how Twitter now no longer usable for most people. Like, what are you talking about? That is absolutely ridiculous but they did make a point of how news has gone to um um uh, it was on facebook facebook was huge for news for a while but now it's not and and where is news going to come from and local newspapers going away and blah 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 where do people get their news uh but somebody making the point that it was 150 years after the printing press where newspapers became a thing so we could go through quite a difficult period for years decades or longer before we figure out how we're going to disseminate information in a way that uh, that works for society yeah well the pace of change is 10 to 100 times faster than it was then so next tuesday (laughs) well i hope that'd be fine with me if we come up with a way that actually works i think my guess is and this is kind of an old school notion is that somebody, some entity is going to have to earn the respect of a majority of people that, hey, we try really hard to tell you the truth. We're not always going to be right. Feel free to contact us when you think we're wrong, but we're going to try really hard. And and some entity or entities are going to earn that and figure out a way to monetize it because it has to it has to be profitable. Right. Well, well, that's, that's kind of what we do. In fact, that's exactly what we do. Are we not handsome enough? Uh, why do? What's well, going? Are you thinking of some sort of like? It's going to have to be much larger scale, where they have you know, and they, they they get reporters into the White House briefing rooms and have people in Ukraine and just you know at a very big level. Hmm. Well, like what the New York Times was. I guess, with, or the CBS evening news was ridiculous bias, right? Yeah, yeah. but the, it, it'll take time to earn, a, and you never, you'll never get everybody. But where you could get that giant two thirds in the middle that's not as ideological, don't you right. think that's what's going to happen at some point? Could take yeah, a while, I, though. Yeah, I just wonder what the marketplace, how the marketplace would greet that. Because um, you're right, there are a fair number of people who who hunger for that, but is it enough to lure them, will it be attractive enough to lure them away from the whip up the tribes type of media, websites, the rest of it? I just or, don't know. Or does AI take over and get better even than TikTok has been at figuring out what people want and just feed them real or maybe even completely imaginary news. Maybe AI starts figuring out what we would like to hear in the news every day and just starts giving us that. Well, yeah, that's a terrifying prospect, though. You know, getting back to a conversation we've had more than once, I, there was one story about the NFL draft that intrigued me. And as I clicked on it, I knew, okay, my news feed's now going to be nothing but NFL stories for the next three weeks. Right. Oh, which reminds me, we had friends visiting, uh, have friends visiting, and over the uh, uh, over the weekend we went out for dinner, 
and uh, got the dessert menus, and they didn't have apple pie at this place that usually has <laughs> apple pie. Again, okay, I would I would storm out. I'd flip oh, yeah. the table over, <laughs> storm out. Perfectly appropriate. And so, uh, but we all decided we were too full for dessert and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm the, unfamiliar with this feeling. But the next morning, I was complaining about, you know, it's, it's just, why don't they have apple pie? You want apple, you go there, you want apple pie. Still gnawing it's, at you the next day. It's not like apple pie has lost its popularity no. or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, our, our friend uh, starts, uh, she looks at her phone, she's getting nothing but ads for apple pie. Mm. Apple pies, apple pie recipes, whatever the hell else. What? Nobody had done a search on apple pie. And it's not like big pie is suddenly decided to market apple pie now that it's May. It was unmistakable what had been going on. That you were being listened to through yes, some device. Absolutely. Somebody's, or all of our devices, please. That jury is back. <laughs> Your Honor. Throw the book at him. That's happening. Damn oh, uh, speaking of tech things, do we have time for this? Yeah, probably not. Um, I think this is fairly remarkable. Back to the question of can we harness this stuff before it's out of control and, and does more harm than good? Uh, Wired.com, which is a pretty terrific site for uh, tech news and developments and that sort of thing, but it's run by young techies, and so it's inevitably lefty. Uh, but they have quite a, a good piece today written by Will Knight, and I salute him. Uh, meet chat GPT's right wing alter ego. A, a programmer is building chatbots with opposing political views to make a point about biased AI. He's also planning a centrist bot to bridge the divide. But they they admit that uh, chat GPT is clearly woke. It displays quite the lefty bias. And they concede, yeah, that's true. And they talk about this guy. Uh, he's a data scientist in New Zealand. New Zealand, one of the first people to draw attention to the issue of political bias in ChatGPT, and he's been uh, designing a right-wing chatbot, and it contrasts quite uh, quite strikingly to ChatGPT. And I only bring it up to point out to you, you good folks who sent us examples of how biased ChatGPT is. Yeah, people are aware of it, and they're trying to deal with it. So it's way out in the open now. What was it? A month ago, your USA's Today and your New York Times were denying that. Well, now everybody knows it. So, I don't know. Maybe we have a chance to get this stuff straightened out. Maybe. I tried the new McDonald's burgers. Remember, they made four changes to their menu. The buns, the meat, the cheese, and the sauce. Mm. I will review them at some point this hour. Plus, plucky middle schooler wears unpopular t-shirt to school. What are his rights? Always like those stories. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's right. Uh, the unbelievable corruption of the government of Cal Unicornia. Cool. All on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Annabay. Annabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. 
It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So the White House Correspondents' Dinner was Saturday night. I uh, didn't see any of it. I didn't even know it was on. But we've got the um, some of the best jokes from Joe Biden. We'll play those, I suppose, coming up. And also look into, uh, apparently this is a thing, what do the parties do if either of the candidates can't go on, assuming it's Biden and Trump, because they're both so old. Both of them are so old. Um, hmm. uh, if it happens before the election, uh, it's pretty easy to deal with after the election. It gets pretty complicated, but okay. Interesting. I'll stay tuned for that. Plus the harrowing tale of the whole foods in San Francisco. So stay tuned if you can, uh, generally speaking around here, we say, look, don't, in, don't, uh, have your kids do your politics for you. Just let them go be kids. But this is a story about a middle schooler sent home after he refused to change his T-shirt. This is Middleborough, Massachusetts. I have a feeling Middleborough is very liberal, like much of Massachusetts. Uh, Massachusetts. Thank you. He was taken out of a gym class on March 21st, met with school staff who told him people were complaining about the statement on his shirt and that it made them feel unsafe. (laughs) Quit saying that. Have some pride. Quit saying T-shirts make you feel unsafe. 
All right, the whole, to- this is not a safe space. I feel unsafe. Speech is violence. We got to stop saying, shut up, quit being a baby. You, you can you can say something's inappropriate if you want. I'm okay with that. But don't say you are uh, feel unsafe. That's embarrassing. Say it's offensive. Say it's stupid. Say it's wrong. But quit saying, I feel unsafe. If a guy's pointing a gun at me or a knife or something, that's okay to say you feel unsafe. But yes. don't feel unsafe because of words or passages in Shakespeare plays. Says young Liam, quote, yes, words on a shirt made people feel unsafe. They told me that I wasn't in trouble, but I sure felt like I was. I was told that I would need to remove my shirt before I could return to class. When I nicely told them that I didn't want to do that, they called my father and his father picked him up. I'm sorry. How old is the kid again? He's in middle school. 12 years old. 12. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Uh, What did my shirt say? He addressed the uh, school board. Five simple words. There are only two genders. Nothing harmful, nothing threatening, just a statement I believe to be fact. I would tell my 12-year-old not to wear that shirt to school, but that's just me. Let's, yeah, let's, just, let's just work on our math. Me too, 100%. But, coming up, the but. Um, <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. He believed, uh, I'm sorry, he added he was told his shirt was, quote, targeting a protected class and a disruption to learning. Who is this protected class, he asked. Are their feelings more important than my rights? And here's where we get to the part that really intrigued me. Quoting the lad, I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Pretty good. Do you know why? Because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. That's pretty good. Wise beyond his years and whether he's been fed lines or not, that's absolutely true. So this kid is subjected to ideological politics or your queer theory, gender theory expressed as politics all day long in the government school. And he has a contrary point of view to what is implied over and over again. I was told that the shirt was a disruption to learning. No one got up and stormed out of class. No one burst into tears. I would have noticed if they had. I experience disruptions to my learning every day. Kids acting out in class are a disruption, yet nothing is done. Good one. Why do the rules apply to one yet not to the other? That's a good one. With restorative justice, Jack, and alternative grading and the rest of it, yeah. There are no repercussions for disruptive, disobedient, uh, or or even violent activity in schools. Yet this kid's uh, shirt made people feel unsafe. Said not a single person said, hey, your shirt makes me feel unsafe. It was just other people theoretically offended. If you missed an hour of the show, you can get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is President Joe Biden at the White House Correspondents' Dinner the other night, doing whatever president has done for the last half century, run through a bunch of jokes somebody wrote, and be funny. After all, I believe in the First Amendment, not just because my good friend Jimmy Madison wrote it. Hey, now. He's old. <laughs> a lot of ways, this dinner sums up my first two years in office. I'll talk for 10 minutes, take zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. You say I'm over the hill. Don Lemon would say that's a man of his prime. <laughs> you might think I don't like Rupert Murdoch. That's simply not true. How could I dislike a guy who makes me look like Harry Styles? <laughs> call me old. I'm going to be fine with your jokes, but I'm not sure about dark branding. And then he puts on his sunglasses and walks away. The dark Brandon meme. Oh, okay. You know, you've complained through the years that some of the jokes are kind of inappropriate, like a president who won't take any questions from the free press, and the members of the free press are there guffawing about it? Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? What a weird joke. Yeah, I don't ever take any questions. Oh, that's hilarious. No, he doesn't. He's right. <laughs> Say all the members of the media. We're supposed to hold accountable power, but whatever. It's as if they're all just going through the motions for profit or yeah. something. Yeah, that's well, the book This Town featured the White House Correspondents Dinner as its kickoff story to explain how they're all in it together. It's kind of a big joke. Because yeah. both parties get together and, and dine and drink, and you see how they're all intermarried or interdating or worked for each other or whatever, and the media goes back and forth between government, and the government gets into the media as soon as they leave their post, and it's just all one big, happy, profitable family. And I haven't checked lately, but at one point, seven of the ten richest counties in America surrounded Washington, D.C. Coincidence. 
What what do they make there? I can't forget steel. It's uh, automobiles, uh, aluminum side, pharmaceutical. Oh, that's right. No, taxpayer dollars flow through D.C. It's enough to make a guy slightly cynical. Oh, speaking of things that make you cynical about politics, this is beautiful. Cal Unicornia continues to really lead the nation. Uh, as Gavin Newsom will repeatedly inform you, especially when he runs for president, when the senile old fella decides he can't anymore. Uh, and I'm uh, looking forward to hearing oh, your right. explanation of uh, how that all works. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, indeed, California leads the, leads the nation toward chaos and corruption. Um, every year, and this is some reporting from MSN, uh, which surprised me a little bit, but every year the California legislature passes blank bills. 20, 30, even 40 pieces of blank legislation are introduced, each with a bill number, each completely empty of language, except for a single line expressing the intent of the legislature to fill them in later with something related to the budget. These blank budget bills then go through all the required legislative steps. They're brought up in committee. The committee votes in favor of them. They're brought to the floor of the House. I, for one, stand in favor of this blank piece of paper. I disagree. How dare you, sir? This is an outrage. Well, the Republicans actually do say this is an outrage, but nobody cares. Um, so they go through all the rigmarole of, uh, I'm just a bill. Yeah, I'm only uh, a bill, and I just happen to be completely blank. And then they're brought to the floor, passed, and sent to the other house. It's a pantomime. The state's entire budget process is mostly theater. Because the real budget is negotiated behind closed doors by the governor and legislative leaders. And then that's when backroom deals become amendments to the blank bills. And what they call them is budget trailer bills or budget fixing bills in, in some parlance um, that nearly break the sound barriers. They fly through the legislature and land on the governor's desk without any discussion or debate. By the time you figure out what's in them, it's too late. That's how the state passed a law mandating electricity charges based on income. Many, many people were stunned by this, and it's become completely, extremely uh, controversial. Yeah, but, I but it was me. It was one of the budget trailer bills. The new state law is Assembly Bill 205. It was first introduced on January 8th, 2021. 2021 completely blank except for one 18 word sentence that read it is the intent of the legislature to enact statutory changes related to the budget act of 2021 about seven weeks later the assembly passed the blank bill by a vote of 56 to 18 and sent it to the senate where it sat quietly for more than a year apparently the lobbyists for nothing weren't very active that year (laughs) Uh, in 2022, in June, it was amended in the Senate. The amendment, quote-unquote, to the 18-word bill that was blank was 22,000 words long. Blank bill gets amended 22,000 words worth. It added new sections to the government code, the public resources code, the public utilities code, the revenue and taxation code, and the water code. And I could go in, but you get the idea. It is kabuki theater that there is anything resembling democracy going on in Cal Unicornia. What a hilarious and troubling reality. Yeah, I had plenty more examples. Well, it's gone, get it's that far down the road of why even bother with this whole democracy legislation process stuff? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's something. Yeah.
Yeah, I saw Thanks, this, metal guy. I saw this headline in the San Francisco Chronicle I'm holding today. Rooms for homeless sit empty. San Francisco's slow referral process, etc., etc., has led them all to be sitting empty. So after spending millions and millions of dollars, they're empty. I mentioned uh, earlier I was shopping in the city of San Francisco over the weekend and uh, in the Union Square area where some of the finest shopping in America exists. You know, your, your Saxes, Fifth Avenues, your Neiman's Marcus, that sort of stuff. Super expensive shoe stores. Armed guards freaking everywhere. And many of the stores that I went into, the doors are locked. And so you wa- an armed guard gives, you, guard gives you the eyeball. You walk up to the door, pull on the door, it's locked. And then some people inside kind of look you over and decide whether or not they go to unlock the door and let you in. Now, uh, mind you, this used to be for the last 25 years that I've been going there. Um, like everywhere else in America where you just open the door and walk in a store if it's, you know, business hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cape Town, South Africa and Mexico City, the only two other cities I've ever been to where the stores are locked during the middle of the day and they got to look you over before you can come in. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all the things we promised to cram into the hour. I was talking about the uh, the Whole Foods debacle. We could certainly squeeze in that next segment. Yeah, I don't again, know that. I've just heard the headline. Oh, it is just, well, it's, it's uh, astonishing yet unsurprising. And we'll get to that in a moment or two. First, a quick word from our friends at MyPillow. They have that massive closeout sale still going on on their all-season slippers. So durable, so comfortable. And we have a feeling you'll want to stock up when you hear the offer. So if you use the promo code Getty, you'll get the all-season slippers for twenty-five bucks. What do they normally cost? One forty-nine ninety-eight. So basically one hundred and fifty bucks. That's over one hundred and twenty dollars in savings, limited to ten pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust us. So you want to jump on that fast? Again, twenty-five bucks for slippers that are usually about one fifty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for just 25 bucks. regularly priced at $149.98, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter the promo code GETTY. So again, go to MyPillow.com, click on that radio listener square, and enter the promo code GETTY and stock up on these puppies. They're super comfortable and durable. I really like them, and I think you will too. MyPillow.com, remember that code GETTY, G-E-T-T-Y. Check out the slides too, fellas. Oh, do I love the slides. Anyway. I'm surprised there's not more pushback when a city changes drastically in the amount of time you live somewhere. If you used to be able to just walk down the street and not see a guy with a machine gun uh, and walk into a store with it being unlocked and now all of a sudden you can't, you would think you would want, you'd wonder what happened. Yeah, I'm trying to find somewhere around here. I've got the quote from the gal who wrote that brilliant article about San Francisco and how it became a failed city that folks are so locked into progressive politics and staying true to them, they've been forced to ignore what it has wrought, the reality that surrounds them. So you walk by the guard and wait for them to unlock the door and just ignore it because it would push up against some of your long-held beliefs. I can see that. Yeah, cognitive dissonance, is that what they call it? I guess. Yeah, so people can't, but uh, they can't deal with it, I guess. I And to me... And, you know, I guess I'm, I'm urging you all to, to do this as much as you can. As, you know, you'll either do it or you won't. But you always have to be rooted to reality. Of course, maybe, maybe I'm just like a, a boomer. Gen X, but close to a boomer. Um, maybe that's a stupid political strategy. 
maybe the correct political strategy is to forget reality and just whip up the tribe as much as you can. I don't know. I don't want to live in that world, though. So I'll stubbornly cling to my antiquated values. But you've got okay, to, you've, if you truly want to craft a better world for yourself, your children, your grandchildren, the country because you love the country, whatever, if it's not grounded in reality, you're wasting everybody's time and you're probably screwing things up. So if there are conservative policies or libertarian type policies that have gone sideways, I need to recognize that. Otherwise, I'm, uh, I'm a liar or a fool or just a blowhard. I mean, like the, the, the legalizing drug thing. I thought it was interesting. We got an email, super smart, pointing out that um, I was talking about, I guess it was the open air drug markets in San Francisco and the death on the pavement and the rest of it. And somebody said, uh, Joe, that's not legalization. That's decriminalization. That's a very different thing. If you had, um, you know, uh, corporate or governmental programs managing drugs and clean injection sites and the rest of it, and then enforcing anybody who stepped outside of that legal. It's like if somebody was selling uh, gasoline, uh, black market gasoline at some station somewhere. You could crack down on it. You could deal with it. But when you just decriminalize something, you say, well, we're not even going to look at this anymore. And that's when you got chaos and ugliness. Mm. I thought that was a really astute point. Mm -hmm. And I thank them for sending it in. I need to contemplate that a little more. But anyway, what I was leading up to is as a libertarian, I thought, you know, people make their own decisions. If they screw up their lives, they screw up their lives. But the socialist reality of our time is if they screw up their lives, we all pay for it. So it's kind of a confusing time to advocate for liberty. Right. What's a poor boy to do? I don't know. Go to the Whole Foods and get a nice... Oh, we can't. It's closed. So uh, that harrowing tale coming up, among other things. Hope you can stay tuned. Anything else to squeeze in there uh, before we go to break, Jack? Yeah, I want to mention that that Starbucks that I went to in San Francisco was so weird. So I uh, was hoping to find a bathroom. I knew that was going to be difficult in san francisco because they've closed them all down the street like everybody else but i went into a starbucks and it was not like any starbucks i've ever been to in my life it was just a uh like a a bar a woman was standing at well you walked in it was just a tiny little room of space where the people could be and then she was standing at a place you would order and then she would behind walls is where they do all the stuff there was one employee available no no places to sit no bathroom no creamer no nothing Wow. And I said, so what's going on? This is not like any Starbucks I've been to. And she said, yeah, we had to change it to be to make the employees safe. It was the only way we could stay open. Wow. Are we okay with this? I know we're not. Society? You like that? That you have to have a different Starbucks in some towns because you can't keep the people safe there? You go to other towns, of course, you can sit down at a table and get on your laptop and use the Wi-Fi. And, of course, there's a bathroom and... Well, people don't gather at coffee shops and, you know, commune with friends. Crazy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they do everywhere around the world. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, all that stuff you talked about and more on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Annabay. Annabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. 
Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Not like the rest, not like anything else. Why wasn't I at the Hollywood Bowl over the weekend for the big two-night Willie Nelson 90th birthday spectacular that had every musical star in the world there? I was just reading the LA Times account of the 10 best parts of the two days. Dang it. Keith Richards and Chris Christopherson and... Snoop Dogg. And, I, mean, I was just going to ask anybody under 80. Snoop Dogg. There you go. Merely 60? I just 50? read this funny thing. Cheryl Crow was going out to sing a song with him, and she was nervous. And Chris Christopherson told her, don't try to sing with him. Just sing louder than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Hilarious. <laughs> so among the many, many stupid twists and turns of this fair land of ours over the last uh, several years is... In the wake of the whole George Floyd debacle, the argument somehow became, idiotically, either you're for defunding the police and having no police, or you're in favor of police brutality, which, of course, describes practically nobody. So if you were offended by a guy kneeling on George Floyd's neck and perhaps causing his death, 
then obviously the answer is to defund the police and, and just all, I don't know, go on the honor system or something just moronic like that. And a lot of blue cities and states enacted policies that kind of followed that idea, and they are absolutely crumbling and suffering for it. And, uh, boy, there's been widespread coverage, and it's it's striking when a liberal outlet like the New York Times is as honest as it is or today or whenever this came out about the Whole Foods debacle in San Francisco. Um, the Whole Foods market made a bit, bet on a somewhat gritty San Francisco neighborhood uh, it's a big tech area too. Twitter's right down the street and that sort of thing. And they thought, wow, this is this is a great place for us to be. And they spent a tremendous amount of money opening and and stocking and staffing this store. But and I'm reading from the New York freaking Times, fan, uh, friends. The store was soon confronted head on with many of the problems plaguing the area. Mm, that's an interesting way to phrase it. The problems plague the area. They haven't been brought on by policy. They just plague the area. People threatened employees with guns, knives, and sticks. They flung food, screamed, fought, and tried to defecate on the floor, according to records of 568 emergency calls over 13 months. Wow, that is amazing. So something nearing 50 emergencies a month. Many depicting scenes of mayhem. Quote, man with machete is back. Quote, another security guard was just assaulted. Man with a four-inch knife attacked several security guards and sprayed store employees with foam from a fire extinguisher, according to another man. September 30, a September 30-year-old man died in the bathroom from an overdose of fentanyl, etc., and methamphetamine. Uh, when Whole Foods announced the middle of last month it was closing the store, citing the safety of its employees, many in San Francisco saw it as a representation of some of the city's most intractable problems. Property crimes like shoplifting and car break-ins, an entrenched network of dealers selling fentanyl and other illicit drugs, and people suffering from untreated mental illnesses wandering the streets. Jack and I have had the honor of being a significant part of San Francisco Bay Area Radio since 2003. One like that not very long ago. Right. That's amazing. Isn't it? This is a company with the resources and the people and the expertise to make it work. And they hired legions of security guards, but they were in a fight for their lives on a more than once a day basis. And their employees couldn't come and go safely. And their customers couldn't come and go safely. And they lost so much to theft. It just didn't make sense to stay open anymore. A company that big and capable and well-funded, 13 months later, said to hell with it. I was too young to follow the whole demise of then rise again of New York City. You know, in the 70s, I was a kid and it was a regular ongoing comments on TV and crime shows about how gritty and ugly New York City was, and it took, uh, you know, radical changes in policy and Rudy Giuliani's broken window policy and everything like that to turn it around over time. Uh, so it it's happened before and it can happen again with major cities. But uh-huh. San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, when, what, what will be the bottom? What's the bottom where you finally decide, all right, that's it? Even if there were a turnaround in policy... Uh, San Francisco PD is 300 officers short. And they would not only have to fill those positions, enact the policies you're talking about, 
but have prosecutors who prosecuted right. and a belief among the cops that their bosses had their back, which has nothing to do with excusing excessive violence or anything like that. All of those things have to come together. We do four hours. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqui.com. Made for women by women.